Installment of the Needless Things minicast. Uh, I am here with Phantom Junior. Hello. And we're going to be opening some Star Wars toys from Triple Force Friday. Some of the new stuff from. Oh, that's my bad. I forgot to turn the volume off on my phone, and I just got a little. I, I just popped Matthew Cardona, aka Zach Ryder, on Facebook with a picture I took of a new Bret Hart figure. Uh, but now my phone is silenced and we're ready to open up some Rise of Skywalker toys. Now, you weren't super excited about new Star Wars toys, were you? Mm. Like, once you saw... We need words, not grunts. Yeah. Like, once you saw them, I think you kind of thought some of them looked really cool, mm -hmm. but it's not like you're on top of Star Wars toys anymore. No, I'm not. What's your... <clears throat> like, right now, what's your favorite thing you're getting? Um, hmm. probably Marvel Legends. Yeah, Marvel Legends. Oh, and the Fortnite figures are really good, even yeah. though you're not really playing Fortnite as much. Mm -hmm. But the figures are great. I've played it like once this whole season. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things I was most excited about from uh, the Triple Force Friday launch was Poe Dameron's X-Wing. Uh, from the vintage collection, it's three and three quarter inch scale, and we don't get a whole well, we don't get a whole lot of vehicles at all anymore, unless you count like the Hot Wheels stuff. That's okay, you can make noise. We're opening stuff; everybody understands. <laughs> um, so it's exciting to get a vehicle, and it's particularly exciting to get a vintage collection vehicle because that means it's not just like one of the cheap little smaller things that they do. Yeah. Like it's actually a nice vehicle meant to go with the collectors stuff for the three and three quarter uh so while phantom jr opens up an old black series admiral akbar that we got at burlington coat factory for three dollars <laughs> uh that i i bought because it was such a good deal and then it turned out that i had him already which i was pretty sure i did but for three dollars you don't take a chance on something like that so i got him and ahsoka and then right here i've got an old Black Series, three and three quarter inch Poe Dameron that I bought on clearance because I, again, kind of wasn't sure if I had him. Uh, it's the, the pilot Poe Dameron. Uh, I, a couple of years ago, several years ago probably, I bought this and just sort of hung on to it. Now I'm glad I did because I've got a brand new X-Wing fighter to put him in. So let's cut this tape open, open and uh, let this x-wing breathe that's it that's a data pad it goes oh. on his arm it's where he plots all of his strategy oh. uh so the box that the x-wing comes in first of all i have only so far seen this in person like because i ordered it from amazon because amazon had a it was like 25 percent off i think i've only seen this in person at barnes and noble as far as, like, in an actual store. I haven't seen it at Walmart, Target, anywhere. 
Uh, but the box is really nice looking. It looks like the Star Wars toys that I grew up with. It's got the uh, picture of the vehicle on the front. It's got figures posed around it, and it's got a really nice uh, landscaped background. So it looks like uh, it actually, you know, it looks like the jungle planet where the Rebel or the Resistance base is. Oh yeah. In the new movie, so that's really cool. Yavin, whatever. Well, no, it's yeah, not Yavin. I can't remember. Yeah, that was that was the old one. That's where the Jedi, or the temple was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the front and the back look pretty much the same, and then the sides show some of the features, removable panels and stuff. Uh, no electronics in this thing, which the car. Is that right? Yeah, I think uh, so. See, good call. Because I was on it. playing the Force Awakens. Oh, okay. Yesterday. Or not yesterday. Sometime. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right, because it's the same place. Okay, so we've got a little instruction pamphlet here that shows all of the features and how to put everything together, and a little warning thing that every toy seems to or every Hasbro toy seems to come with this little slip of paper that is full of many warnings in different languages. And you know what we do with that? We throw that in the trash without reading it. <laughs> all right, let's Perfect. pull tray out here. Ooh, look at that. Look at the paint on that thing. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah, look at all the like wear and the detail. This is very nice. Now, of course, there are a bunch of uh, plastic bands holding everything in place. Now, normally I've got a pair of fingernail clippers I keep handy to snip these things. But since I've got enough clearance to use scissors, and I've got a pair of scissors sitting right here, I'm just going to use scissors on these. But uh, that's that's a phantom pro tip right there, is keep a pair of fingernail clippers that you can buy at Dollar Tree handy in your toy opening area to snip all the twist ties and plastic and all that junk that keeps your toys in the packaging. There's a ton of these things. Fortunately, Hasbro seems to have learned their lesson. Do you remember the Christmas that you got all of the Force Awakens toys? And the X-Wing that you got, these things were all, like, bent up. Yep. And we were very mad about that. Uh, So it looks like Hasbro kind of learned their lesson. And also, these are made out of a more rigid plastic the ones on your X-Wing were like rubber, basically. They were garbage. And uh, these are rigid plastic, like like collector toys. So we're just going to pull all of these parts. There's the, the main portion of the X-Wing. Uh, there are the four uh, little aerial-type things. I don't know if those are necessarily cannons or, or what. I've never been quite clear on what part of the X-Wing does what. And we're going to take this tray and we're going to slide it right back into the box. Because, oh, wait a minute, what's this? There's another little something in here. Oh, it's literally just a white (laughs) piece of cardboard that's serving no purpose. Um, So that is going to go right in the box because what do we do with packaging in the Phantom Zone? Throw it out. Throw it out. All right, so that goes right back in there. Get Akbar out of there. (laughs) That's BB-8. Oh, look, now that's cool. Because look at the way that's made. It's made so it can hold BB-8 or... R2-D2? Well, you know, no, because an astromech's not going to fit in there. Because their legs... Their, well, no, their legs won't go in. Oh, but you know what? 
Yeah, grip. Oh, but this isn't a Build-A-Droid R2. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay, okay. So, what I've got in my hand right here is one of the Build-A-Droid Astromechs. Now, it's not actually, but they're all kind of made the same way now. I just popped his legs off, and he does not fit in there. Really. What? No. No, that just doesn't work. Oh, wait, yeah. Can it... Can you maybe go in that way and then you turn him? Oh, look at that! You're you're a smart fella, Phantom Junior. So what you do is you pop the legs off of any of the Build-A-Droid Astromechs and it leaves the little nubs where the legs plug in and you put him in sideways into where the droid fits, into the droid socket on the X-Wing and then you just turn his head to be looking the right direction. That's awesome. Do you want to go over there and grab BB-8 and see how he fits in here? And while you're doing that, I'll put these parts together. Uh, so the paint deco on this is absolutely incredible. I mean, the wear... This... Uh, if, if you have any of the older vintage collection X-Wings that were made, they have incredible paint jobs, lots of wear, lots of... Uh, not necessarily damaged, but just that dirt, that Star Wars look. You know, Star Trek is, it tends to be clean and pristine and nice looking, and Star Wars is kind of grungy. Okay, so we've got a three and three quarter inch BB-8, but it's from the old three and three quarter inch basic line, so it's not necessarily made to go with this, and he just doesn't fit in there at all, which is kind of disappointing. Do um, you have a new BB-8? I don't think there is a new three and three quarter inch BB-8. Oh. Oh. Okay. So, new information, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as a matter of fact, you don't have to pull the the wires go in the front. Okay. Or wait, no, is that right? That doesn't matter. We'll just put it back on. Um, so, new information. The piece where the droid socket is, the whole top actually pops off. And then you put the droid in, and then you put this piece back on, and the droid is sitting in your... Uh, you know what? I don't know that it looks as good this way. I feel like you can't see enough of his head now. Like, you can't really... Well, you can turn it a little bit. Yeah, that does look better. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, this whole piece comes off and you just put the whole droid in there and then put it's like a collar that goes around the top of the droid and then BB-8 is a little he's a little little meatier a little little thicker than the other astromech so you just slot him in there are a couple little dents to hold him in place and you put that collar back on and look at that oh that's great Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to get another BB-8. Wait, I think I have an extra BB-8 somewhere. Is there one sitting on my desk right there? You don't have to go look. But I think there is. Yeah, I know I've got another BB-8 somewhere. Okay, so cool. So BB-8 goes in that collar and he can move around. It's like a, uh, he's almost like a ball joint now. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. All right, so let's put the rest of this thing together, uh, and let's look at the instructions so we don't overlook any little details that might, uh, you know, when you put a part on first, when you should have waited to put it on, that kind of thing. Oh, what? the little front piece is much more stiff than it was. 
Yeah, but it's still a soft plastic, mm -hmm. which which is fine with me. It looks good. Okay, so we've got a little bag of parts right here. I should oh. have left the box open. Well, let's not drop parts all over the place. That's going to go in the I box because that that's all going to get thrown out. Let's get the scissors out of the way here. Uh, so we've got four wing pieces. Uh, we've got these. Now this shows a ladder. There's not a ladder anywhere unless it's like... Inside the... Gosh, I don't think it is. Oh, there it is. It sure is. Oh my gosh. Okay, you guys. The ladder... And this explains so many things that I've always wondered about Star Wars. The ladder to the X-Wing stores in a compartment underneath. This is crazy. Oh my gosh. So, under the body, under the fuselage of the X-Wing, there's a panel that opens up, and there are these two clips inside that hold this ladder in place, which is how they get in and out of the X-Wing. Now, you might be wondering, but wait, once they've gotten in the X-Wing... How do they put the ladder back? And to that I say, shh. Uh, and then another compartment in the front, in the nose, opens up and you've got landing gear. Uh, oh, that's, that's good. Yeah, that's, I like that. That's cool. And it clicks firmly into place. Um, it's got a nice, there's a little foot. And if you go back to where the wings are, uh, there's the rest of the, there's the rear landing gear. And it all folds out, and the feet flip down. Whoa, that pops right off. I didn't expect that to happen. Okay, so you just turn those to be facing the right way. Uh, so lots of lots of cool panels and places that open up. And, uh, you know, if you wanted to, you know, when I was a kid, I might have just taken the landing gear out of here because it's removable. These little feet, the whole leg, look at this. That whole leg pops off. Oh, that's good. So when I was a kid, I might have just taken the landing gear off and put weapons and stuff in there. Oh, yeah. Like it would have been storage. Uh, so, sits right there on the landing gear. They've got nice hinges on uh, the feet of the landing gear so it can be on like different terrain, I guess. And also so it can fold up into where it's supposed to fold up into. Uh, looks really cool. Looks great. And then we've got, up top, we've got removable panels over the engines with some nice detailing in there. How do you feel about, when I was a kid, I loved being able to see the engines and yeah. stuff. Oh, what is this? Come off? That comes off for no reason, <laughs> but it's neat. Maybe his engine like blows up or something. Maybe, I don't know. It's always just cool to have extra little pieces, though. Mm -hmm. That do things. <laughs> now do both sides? No, just just this side does that. Both sides don't open up like that. Maybe I have guessed something. And then you've got oh, that's what releases the wings into the into attack position. Oh, attack. I'm not crazy about the fact that this landing gear comes off because it tends to just fall off. Love that. That could have been 
There, I guess there's no reason for that to come off, aside from what I said, that if I was a kid, I might use that as storage. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you, I might glue those in, just so I don't worry about it. Okay, so, we've got the ladder, uh, and there are two little pegs right here that the ladder plugs into. That's wild. And that's how oh. he gets in. That is pretty darn cool. Mm -hmm. So the cockpit opens up, and another problem that the Poe Dameron X-Wing that you got for Christmas had was that Poe did not actually fit into yeah. the X-Wing. So we're going to open this Poe up, which, by the way, this is the old Black Series Poe. This is not the new Vintage Collection Poe, because... Honestly, I didn't see any reason why I would buy that one. Especially not just to go in the X-Wing. Because he's going to be in the X-Wing. Nobody's going to look at him. Nobody cares. Alright. So let's put his little pistol aside here. Although he does have a holster for it. So actually, I guess I'll put his pistol in his holster. Um, get in there. Uh, let's put his helmet on, which, by the way, another great Burlington Coat Factory find was Poe Dameron's, it was a Black Series Poe Dameron's helmet. Yeah. Which is awesome, right? Mm hmm Okay, now, here's the problem with these. Is it still down here? Uh, yeah, but it's up there. Oh. But for the listeners, I highly recommend if you find a Black Series any of the Black Series helmets, because they apparently all have this simulation thing, when you put the helmet on, it plays sounds in speakers uh, while you're wearing it, and it's just really, really awesome. It's very impressive. Okay, so Poe goes right. I'm going to take this ladder off so I don't break it accidentally. Um, what is between his legs? Oh, that's the flight stick. Okay, so if you look, I didn't talk about the cockpit. If you look in the cockpit, he's got an instrument panel, uh, a display with a TIE fighter in it. He's got the flight stick right in the middle there. Oh, that'd be perfect. Look, so it's aiming at the TIE fighter we also have? Yeah, yeah. And he slides... Oh my gosh, landing gear. He slides right in there. Cockpit closes right up. Looks great. That's perfect. I'm not going to bother putting his hands on the flight stick, but I'm sure if you're uh, dedicated enough to do that, you can. And I'll tell you what I'm going to do is I'm just going to fold these landing gear, this landing gear right back up in here so we're not messing with this anymore. Because I appreciate the engineering, but the fact that they're removable makes them kind of a pain in the butt. And I might just glue those in. Okay, so putting all the landing gear back up so this thing can just sit on its hull that mm, be very careful with the front panels of the landing gear they don't necessarily want to close easily and they're they're pretty rigid plastic I, I wouldn't say they're brittle but just be careful with those all right let's go ahead and slide the ladder back in here too i am blown away by this revelation about where they keep the ladders yeah. on x-wings all right so everything looks great. We've got BB-8 in the droid socket. We've got Poe in the cockpit. 
Let's put the wings on this thing and see how it looks. Uh, Akbar saying goodbye to Poe. Oh, look at this. Akbar saying goodbye to Poe. That Akbar figure is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So look, this actually flips up. Oh. So you can get Poe in there more easily and probably makes it easier to get his hands on the joystick. Or control stick. It's probably not a joystick since he's not playing a video game <laughs> on. All right, so now we figure out how to put these wings on. We've got R1 and R2. Uh, not. Oh wow! Look at the detail right there. Oh, that's cool. The wings are not solid pieces. I mean, they are, but there's detail and layers in them that looks really, really cool. There's like circuitry, and I don't know how to describe it. It's it's like a it's like a sandwich. Yeah. Okay, so this. Got the bread. And then the beef. <laughs> yes. Beef squatch. What? <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to turn this around this way so I'm looking at this the way that it goes. So does that curl up? It'd be nice if these were labeled. Because on the instructions it says R2 and R1 and L2 and L1. And there's no designation on these whatsoever. Uh, which I appreciate, I guess. So I think... I'm going to open these up so we can tell. There's a button, just like the old school uh, Kenner X-Wing, there's a button that locks the S-foils into attack position, and then another button that returns them, and this is solid. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they yeah. kind of wiggle around on some of the other ones, but yeah. these stay in place really nicely. All right, so how does this work? It looks like these slide into place, but I'm not... Oh, you know what? I guess that's your key right there, that that's not how that works. Oh, maybe I should just look at the box. Oh, my gosh, these wings are confusing me. Okay, so that's correct. But nothing slides anywhere here. Oh, wait. That looks wait. right, doesn't it? Oops. Oh, okay. Well, that's... So that goes there. And that goes there. Yes! I am a super genius. Here, I need that. Alright, so the wings just slide into place, and you kind of can't put them in wrong. I think it's not going to mess it up if you... Well, you can't. There's no way to put them in the wrong slots. Uh, and the the smaller wings with the blue markings go on the bottom. And the larger, thicker wings with the orange markings go on the top. And then when you close it back up, they line up and form that nice single wing look that is uh, reminiscent of the original Trilogy X-Wings, the Alliance X-Wings, but uh, but different. Okay, so let's put... Do you think these are all exactly the same and you just put them wherever you want? No. Okay, so the... cannons are two pieces. The little pointy part... They don't come apart, though. 
but for whatever reason, there are two pieces and the little pointy part. Oh, this is L1. So wait, this is the left wing. So this one goes this is here. L2. Nice. All right, and then that clips on. So the cannons just go right into place. There you go. Pretty easy. And uh, they're pretty straight. They look pretty good. Yep. They're not really warped or goofy looking or anything like that. Wee. Yeah, I like how free-moving that BB-8 is in this thing. So the dimensions on this are really nice. Mm -hmm. Like, it looks, you know, maybe it's a little... Oh, you put the nose cone on it. I didn't even yeah. notice that. Did it just slide right on? Did it kind of click? No. Oh, really? It was actually kind of hard to put on. Oh, well, I'm going to leave it where it is. <laughs> uh... You know, maybe it's a little bit smaller than an X-wing would be, but it looks great. It's it's not it's not one of those noticeably tiny cheapo vehicles. Yeah. Uh, all of the mechanisms on it work really well. Listen to that satisfying click. And when you when you move the wings, they stay where you put them. Uh, all the paint's great. The canopy is nice and clear. Look how. Oh, yeah. Like, you see a lot of things like this where the cockpit kind of looks a little hazy or, yeah. or, or uh, smoky. Mm -hmm. And this is crystal clear, beautiful, and it looks like it doesn't really take fingerprints either. Yeah, put your big old greasy finger on there. All right, hey, whoa, calm <laughs> down. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, this thing is beautiful. Uh, now, I will say this. At retail... Right now, you know, if you're patient, maybe these will get marked down, but I don't know. Distribution hasn't seemed to be particularly far reaching on these things, so I don't feel like they're I don't feel like there's so many of them out there that they're just gonna end up on clearance uh that you're gonna be able to find easily. That two hundred dollar um TIE Fighter? No, the playset. Oh, the BB eight yeah. playset. Yeah, that, that thing went down. Yeah, quick. I don't I don't think this has been made in those quantities. Okay. Uh, but this X-Wing retails for $99.99, which is a lot. Uh, to be honest, I, I can't say... <laughs> his hat's uh, a little weird. He's like, oh, is his helmet on weird, or is he just leaning? Oh, yeah, it is a little crooked, isn't it? No, it's okay. I'll fix it. Uh, you know, it depends on what kind of Star Wars collector you are. If you have to have an absolute... I would call this perfect. Mm -hmm. This is Poe Dameron's X-Wing from Rise of Skywalker, and it is perfect. This is an incredible toy. Mm -hmm. It's one of the best Star Wars vehicles I own. And I own a lot. And I own a lot of really good vehicles. But Hasbro, with the last couple years of the vintage collection, the vehicles that Hasbro has been putting out are incredible. Yeah. Uh, like that hover tank from Rogue One that's over there. Like, these are... These are beyond compare. But you're paying for that quality. So, if you're a three and three quarter inch collector, if you're a vintage collection person, you're going to get this and you're going to be very, very happy with it. Look, I'm even noticing this part of it is a little glossier mm -hmm. and the orange is flat. Yeah. 
See, this this looks sort of metallic, but this looks like paint, like it's a flatter. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Um, you're if you buy this, you're gonna be happy with it. It's it's a lot of money, uh, but like I said, maybe you get lucky and get it. I think I think maybe I got twenty bucks off. I think I paid eighty dollars for it, and it is well worth that. Uh, easily worth that. Uh, and if you look at it this way, look, if you collect Marvel Legends, you're paying $20 a piece, and I would rather have this vehicle than any five Marvel Legends. There's there's not even a comparison there. This is the caliber of quality on this toy is currently just unparalleled by any standard American release. It, it's gorgeous, and uh, I can't wait to hang it up. I don't know that I'll put it near my... Uh, Red Squadron formation, which is still missing uh, Porkins and was Wedge in Red Squadron in A New Hope? Or was it just like Red 2? Now I can't remember. Uh, But anyway, I'm missing two. I've got Luke, I've got Biggs, and I've got uh, Red Leader, I think. What is that? Three... Three, five, and how many marks are on the other, and two. So I've got red two, red three, and red five, which is Luke Biggs and, is that Wedge? I think that is Wedge. Well, Luke's red five. Uh, But anyway, I don't know if I'll hang this over there because it's not the same era. But uh, anyway, to wrap this thing up, that, that has already maybe rambled a little too much, this is a gorgeous toy if you're a vintage collection collector. Uh, if you are a vehicle collector, if you're a Star Wars collector, you're going to be 100% satisfied with this. I don't have a, a complaint about it. No. Can you even think of anything that could be better about this? No. Nope. No, it's it's gorgeous. The materials it's made of, this is high quality. This is not the cheap, rubbery, like, PVC stuff that we've seen a lot of. Uh, apparently, Akbar just got sucked into the exhaust. <laughs> That's okay. That's what happened to Jar Jar in Phantom Menace. He was fine. <laughs> Akbar will be fine, uh, even though he's not alive when this movie happens. Uh, but yeah, this is great. This is great. In closing, I, I give it. I don't necessarily always rate stuff, but this is five out of five, ten out of ten, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I am one hundred percent satisfied with this vehicle. It's one of the things I was most excited about with the uh, Triple Force Friday launch and with the Rise of Skywalker toys, and it delivered a hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, I think that's enough for one mini cast. Maybe do you want to do the Tie Fighter? Yeah. Or do you want to do the ATST? Oh. Um... Well, wait, listeners, stay tuned. Next week there will be another mini cast, and you'll have to wait till then to find out what Phantom Junior decides that we're going to review. Thanks, guys. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Needless Things podcast. You're the best. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, or in the ears of a Trader Vix employee. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.